Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the latest edition of the RDA Central West Business Leaders Breakfast Series. Thanks so much for joining us this morning because I'm really excited. We've got a very special guest with us. We've got the dynamic, engaging, <laughs> and always optimistic General Manager of Orange 360, Caddy Marshall. Good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Sam. Good morning, everybody, and thank you very much for my bills, beans, coffee. That's I think that's part of where the optimism comes. It's that little kind of heart starter in the morning that kind of kicks us into, into gear. But it's great to be here. I hope everyone is safe and well at home and tuning in wherever you might be. Yeah, good on you, Caddy. You're right. The coffee just gets the things ticking over, getting yeah. the engine started. Fantastic way to start the day. We stopped in and saw the guys at Racine. Beautiful pastries, beautiful coffee, and they're actually open tomorrow morning. I know it's Anzac Day, but they will be open normal hours, so just keep that in mind. But, Caddy, a lot of people um, know you as the general manager of Orange 360. Yeah. Uh, but you've got a wealth of experience in marketing and tourism. Um, for our viewers joining us this morning, tell us a little bit more about your journey and what brought you to the beautiful Central West. Oh, look, I fell in love with a winemaker when I was in Adelaide, uh, working for what is now one of Australia's um, probably largest corporate caravan park brands. So when I started with what was then Best on Parks, we did a whole uh, brand piece and rolled out what is now Discovery Parks. Uh, and I ran into the CEO, uh, Grant Wilkins, at the Australian Tourism Awards, and he's now the chair of the caravan and camping industry of Australia. And so that was really where I found my love and passion for the tourism industry, is to be able to say what's different about the when you go and stay in a, a caravan park or a holiday park as opposed to a motel. Certainly this is where people, it doesn't matter whether you, you could be a neurosurgeon or you could be a truck driver, when you come together in a caravan park, it is just a leveller. Mm. Everybody gets out there, your kids are all out on their bikes, everyone comes in together around the camp kitchen. It's a really lovely mm. way to enjoy and experience Australia and actually all around the world. So I, that was back in, uh, about 2007, I was working for Discovery Holiday Parks and then met Anthony, who uh, was a young winemaker. He was doing lots of vintages overseas. Uh, we came back and reconnected. He took a role at the CSU Winery in Wagga and that's where he fell in love with the cool climate fruit that we get to enjoy on a daily basis um, here in Orange and across um, the region. And when a role came up at Windowry, um, which is down in Canounda, uh, we took that opportunity to actually move closer because, you know, An Anthony is a South Australian guy and he grew up in the Riverland. Uh, his father used to grow grapes um, for some of the, the bigger brands over in the Barossa. And so he's growing up. He was His dad was is an Italian um, on the River Murray. And so he's quite, it's always been in his blood to be a farmer and a winemaker. So we moved here back in 2010. So this will be his, gosh, 11th vintage. So living in Canoundra and we've got two beautiful girls and go to Canoundra Public School and we love village life. Well, Canoundra definitely is. It's a beautiful part of the Central West um, and Canoundra has always been renowned as one of the most reliable farming regions, yeah. probably in the Central West. Uh, but like the majority of the Central West, they've been grappling with the drought for a number of years. Yeah. But they've had some recent rains What's the sentiment around town? What's the mood? And tell us a little bit about that. Look, certainly even I'm just driving up here once a week now from Canoundra and you can start to see 
Um, the pastures and the paddocks are, rebound, are re, you know, rebounding. Certainly when I drove up and was making that drive on a daily basis just after Christmas, when you could really see that impact of the drought and, you know, just bare paddocks. Mm -hmm. To drive up now and see livestock being replenished in those paddocks as you come through, um, you can start to see that there is this sense. But what's hard is because normally you did a pub test. You'd start to, you'd be catching up with a beer in the pubs. You'd start to have those chats. Or down, and local, down a local footy or, or something like 100, that. Yeah, 100%. So that's the little element that we are missing. But you can start to see that in terms of just the amount of movement that's happening in and around our little villages. And, all, you know, I think just seeing sheep and yep. cattle back in the paddocks. Is great. And, and ag has always been a key pillar of our economy in the Central West, but equally, the other part of the economy that's vital to our region is tourism. Oh, and, that's, and this is where your expertise comes to the fore. Um, the tourism sector has been at the cold base of the COVID-19 situation. They've been the, clearly the most directly impacted. Yeah. Tell our viewers a little bit about uh, what's the feedback you've been getting from your members and how are they coping, but also on the flip side, how are some adapting to this time? Look, you're absolutely right, Sam. This has been uh, our sector in terms of tourism, accommodation, events, all have been hit. Our events is what actually has built our reputation for our destination. Every season there is another event and festival and that's been really sobering. I mean, even the Food Week Committee, mm. great bunch of people who are volunteer to actually host that festival uh, every year. You know, we're now starting to think about what does 2021 look like? Are we going to be able to have big mm. mass gatherings? Mm. You know, how can we run virtual events? So, you know, Orange 360, when we ran the night market at home, it was a real, it was paying tribute to the Food Week Committee and allowing people who love coming out into Robinson Park and supporting our local producers. It enabled them to be able to continue to do that. But going back to you know our sector, tourism alone, it employs close to 6,000 people mm. um, across our three LGAs. The visitor economy is over $300 million just for our region. So if we were to take away visitors completely, which is what we're living through right now, that would mean each household would need to invest $11,500 annually into our economy, exactly. That's sobering, sobering stuff. And I guess you've just been through a process of surveying yeah. your members to yep. get, get that data, because as I often say in this role, uh, good data helps make good decisions. Doesn't mean matter if you're running your own business at home or your um, government trying to pull those levers. But from that survey that you ran with your members, what kind of feedback or what did pitch did that paint? Yeah, you said the word, uh, it was a sobering read. Um, you could feel the hurt coming through the screen as we were, you know, compiling the data and analysing the data. Um, it is across the board. Uh, a close to 25% of our tourism businesses right now have temporarily closed. Just under 5% have closed permanently. That said, um, there are businesses that have been able to pivot, mm. and it's what Orange 360 is doing as well. Not everybody can pivot, and this is the accommodation sector. They aren't able to have people. We've put together medical isolation um, packages together and been able to share that with uh, the local health district as well as the hospital. 
but what we need to be able to do is to actually help those businesses and continue to support them. So it's thinking about, you know, if I look at some of the ones that have done a terrific job, it's being able to tap into that into a digital platform, whether it's social media or having a, a booking or an ordering and delivery app. So the likes of even Groundstone where they can get their produce pack and they can tune in to exactly like mm. we're doing here in terms of a Facebook Live and you can actually see how you can actually use those pro um, products. So I think they... Um, Last week they did a rhubarb pie and I think they've got a bread and butter with sourdough coming up. This is all stuff like... I haven't had breakfast yet, so that tastes delicious. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> this might have to get into that a bit later. But this is a way that they can, can keep their customers engaged. Mm. And this is the really important thing. So even though you might not be able to have your customers coming through your front door on a daily basis or coming out for the weekend, yes, we still need to keep our visitor and our customer base engaged mm. letting them know what you're doing you might be you know renovating some rooms in readiness for when people are able to come and visit give them a sneak peek of that start to really build that level of engagement um, and think about how you can collaborate with businesses that are able to still interface with their customers mm. to leverage that relationship so you can stay engaged. Like I've seen down at the Bing Street Cafe. I mean, yes. That little, that little, yes. Wine, little wine window there as well. But I guess what I'll just jump in there, Katie, I think you've alluded to it there. Um, digital marketing is probably more important now than ever. Um, everyone's welded to their laptops, to their iPhones, mm. and you've kind of mentioned it briefly. You said um, the narrative that you're framing for your business is vitally important because it's such a um, competitive marketplace out there on those online platforms. You have a marketing background. Yes. Um, for our viewers out um, joining us this morning, what, what would be your, say, two or three good tips if you're a business that's trying to kind of um, separate yourself from the crowd? and uh, boost your digital, that digital footprint that you have? I'm going to leverage exactly what you just said then. It's making sure that you know who you are as a business and what your relationship is with your customer. It doesn't matter whether it's digital marketing or traditional marketing. Um, you need to always make those marketing decisions based on who your customer is and the benefit that your customer service or experience actually give, provides to them. So it's knowing your narrative and being able to make sure you stay on your message to be able to make sure they know who you are. Right now, I think when, we're gonna, when we come out of COVID-19, there are gonna be two very clear pillars that you are going to need to be able to make and promises to your customers, and that is you're safe and that you can be trusted. And the way you build trust is to be able to have a relationship with somebody. So in terms of those tips is to know who you are and continue to reiterate who you are and why you're renowned. Build your subject matter expertise mm. and be able to have a credible relationship because you've built a reputation and you've been consistent in your messaging. We can all be distracted by what somebody else is doing, but don't go and just do that because you've seen how that has worked for them. Think about you and your relationship with your customer. And with digital marketing now more than ever, you do need to invest in it. You need mm. to invest time and money 
Great segue there, Caddy. Thank you very much because RDA Central West, we're running a free two-part digital marketing webinar series kicking off next Wednesday, the 29th of April at 10 a.m. where we are focusing on just right. that. Um, right. Social media platforms, how to get the most out of that for your business. And then we're backing up the next week, the 6th of May, to do website basics. You know, what do you need to have in your website? What makes an effective website? And I think that is probably very timely and I know that uh, our friends down at BizHQ have been doing a number of really important webinars that have also been getting some great uh, engagement. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where Regional Development Australia, Central West and those other government related agencies are here to help um, the business sector, the tourism sector that you represent. Um, but I guess, Katie, one of the other things that you just mentioned was uh, knowing your market and yeah. knowing, knowing your product. And I think that's that's very, very, very sound point because if you think about those successful businesses that have been doing this, if they're, they're trusted, people know what they're gonna get when they go down there. But the benefit of digital marketing, which you mentioned, is you can really target your messaging. If you know your customer base, you can really hammer them, hammer home um, your product messaging to those targeted audience, which I think is effective. Yeah, and can I just flow on from what you were talking about in terms of what your second part of your digital marketing uh, workshops or online um, live Facebook events will be? understanding how people are finding your business mm. and this is something my mum had an ice cream shop when I was a little kid and what's your favorite ice cream flavor oh gosh it's ice cream I'm it's a salted, just... salted <laughs> I'm a salted caramel man I love, love salted caramel it's, uh, uh... it um look certainly has since spilt milk has come in I'm a, a gelato girl I love chocolate I do love caramel but you know, pistachio, have you, if you've been in and to see the team there, their pistachio is the bomb. And that is a business that's adapting uh, as we speak. 100% better. Their business is yeah. flying. So I won't share the no pun, no, pun, no pun intended because I'm <laughs> doing some stuff with, with drones. Yes, drone delivery. <laughs> but that's where, but this is clever thinking. And I think there will be, so as, as things can be really tough being, um, in isolation, not being able to bounce ideas off with your team like you normally would. There are lots and lots of really positive, great positives that will come out of this. And I just hope the way people are operating their business in terms of being more digitally engaged with their customers continues to happen. Being able to have meetings and do the events yeah. like this, we should be, we should have always been doing this. But before I go off my thought, I want people to take away one thing, if you can action one thing from today's uh, breakfast session is find your business online through your customer's eyes. My mum, when I was opening her shop for her, would make me, so we had obviously piles of ice cream and lots of lollies and the big, big things mm. of fruit salad. Every day, and we can all get store blind, we can all get business blind, winemakers get seller palette, you need to enter your store your accommodation, your property, through a customer's eyes. Mum would make me actually get down on my knees to actually get the actual sight line of what it was like to be a kid. So it was drummed into me. So go online and search accommodation orange, retail orange, whatever your sector is, and see where you're ranking on, through that Google search. Then take that customer journey. Find out where you're at ranking, and then when you find, go through your website. Can people contact you easily? When was the last time you updated your website? Think about it 
in terms of if you're in retail, you should be changing your, your homepage almost on a monthly basis like you do in fashion. You want to be able to make sure people are coming back to your website on a regular basis all the time. Yeah, um, very insightful comments, I think, Katie. And everyone, businesses are busy. You know, if their core business is just keeping the doors open, keeping things ticking over, but maybe one of the, uh, the slight silver linings out of this whole scenario is there's a time to be a little bit more reflect be a little bit more strategic about the direction you're setting your business. Yeah. And if if that's something, a message people take home this morning, that you can use this time to focus on some of those elements, the long-term benefits for your business oh. will be beyond going through this challenging period, but you'll come out the other side and uh, you might be in a, in a stronger position. Absolutely. But talking about campaigns um, to, to kind of help support the tourism sector in, in our region, I believe uh, you guys have kicked off the Orange is the New Black campaign. It, it, Orange, is, Orange is the New Black is a bit of a pro, internal project name because we really were taking inspiration. Uh, when people think tourism across Orange, Cavan and Blaney, they automatically think food and wine because it's where we've built our reputation. But there's a lot of other things that and sectors that benefit from when people come out and the retail sector is one of those. I know when I go on holidays I've got more time and I like to go shopping. And so it's it's an industry sector that we've wanted to be able to support in more. And so what we're wanting to be able to do is to be able to have an online sales event, a bit like a, a Black Friday or a yeah. Black Saturday online sales event. So for Mother's Day coming up, we are repurposing one of our pages on the Orange 360 page that will be a Mother's Day online store. So we've gone out to all of our members across Orange 360 and we've said, give us your hero Mother's Day deal or mm -hmm. offer. Yep. Um, we're seeing lots of little businesses partnering up, which I'm, it's fantastic in terms of that collaboration, in terms of coming up with Mother's Day packages. So on Friday the 1st of May and Saturday uh, the 2nd of May, so it's that week out, so it means that even people further afield than our regular catchment can hop online mm -hmm. and purchase a wonderful gift for Mum for Mother's Day. So this will be through the Orange 360 website, easy to check out. We'll put the link up on the RDA Central West Facebook page after this chat, um, and it's going to be my beautiful wife's first Mother's Day, so oh, I might have, to, might, have to, might have to check that out and see if we can get something special there. Yeah, there's, look, there's lots of great mm. offers that I'm seeing, and look, they're slowly building. The site will go live, in terms of that page will go live about mid next week, um, so certainly we'll be pushing it out there through our socials to let people know, and then those sales offers will be hot to go from Friday the 1st through across to Saturday the 2nd, and then it will have links through to all of those different businesses own uh, website pages as well. So it's a way of collaborating and just being able to be that single touch point for that One stop group. shop. There exactly you go. right. Perfect. <laughs> Look, Caddy, just wanted to um, go back a step and I know we've, we've talked about the tourism sector in our region doing it tough, yeah. but I think there's a lot of goodwill for the tourism operators. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these businesses have been the backbone of the local economy, they've supported community organisations, they've sponsored the local you know, footy clubs, sporting teams. Uh, how can the local community support those tourism operators right now? Um, what's some advice that you would have for our viewers? It's about where we want to really reach out to our community is for you guys to be, as you always have been, 
our local advocates, mm. our local destination ambassadors. So it's about continuing to support and show through your social media, through your Instagram pages, how beautiful it is. Some of our sunsets out here right now, our days are glorious. The colours mm. that you know through autumn out here are magnificent. Certainly what we need you to do is to continue to support our local businesses. So with the Mother's Day event, nobody had, I mean, discretionary spend is finite. So we know that all of us are doing our little bit to help keep those businesses going during this period where we don't have a visit economy. But if you, in the simple way is just to go on there and like and share their content on your social feeds. It's that that online community and, I guess and third online party, corporate, yeah. and third party endorsements. 100%. Yeah. Give them a review. It's on yeah. our bingo card. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things is to review your favourite business. Don't just limit it to one. Go hard. Share your love. And, and that's exactly right because if, you know, if you see an ad from a business, you, but if you, someone you know says, yeah, that's 100%. top shelf, I rate that, you're more yeah. likely to, to engage and, and use that as an avenue. That, yeah, and that's beautiful. That's exactly what we want people to do. And the other thing is we've always, our local um, residents, in many instances, they are our tourism capacity. So we did a bed audit oh, about a year ago, and there are only 2,500 beds. I was really surprised to find out that across Blady, Cabot and Orange, there's only capacity for 2,500 people to come out and stay. So... That's extraordinary. So it says the importance of our visiting friends and relative market because we all open up our homes to allow people to stay, to come and enjoy our beautiful cellar doors, to come in and look at our galleries and museums, to come out for an event. And so we want you to continue to do that. But the other thing is because our accommodation uh, sector has been so hardly hit through COVID is maybe the first time they come back is to encourage friends and family to go and stay in a beautiful B&B mm. or a motel and experience it as a, as a visitor because they're the guys that are, we really need to be able to make sure they can continue to operate beyond COVID-19 to be able to make sure that we do have that tourism capacity. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a very good point, Caddy, and we've got such an array of awesome accommodation providers, you know, from the top end right down to the full, the full kind yeah. of gamut. Um, that is a fantastic way, and maybe that's something we all keep in mind um, when you've got your next, uh, when we're able to start travelling, which I'm hoping is sooner rather than later, um, which I actually don't think it's going to be too far away, but when they do come out, we kind of encourage them to use that. But look, okay, I'm just going to change tack. This is no, my, okay, my favourite <laughs> segment of, of, of our business breakfast series. I'm, I love to call this one Fast Five. It's where I hit our special guests with five questions a bit off track, just to dig a little bit deeper to learn a little bit more about yourself. Um, What's your favourite place to grab a coffee in our region? And I know there's probably a bit of a loaded question for you. <laughs> I just think that there are so many, and I do try and get around to as many as I can. And I think what's really, it goes back to the diversity. I think mm. there is something for every occasion, mood, as well as who you might be going with, you know? There's a few, like Good Eddie, if you went there with going out with a girlfriend, to be able to go there because you've got a beautiful florist at the back and you've got a great fashion store, it's dangerous, but it's great. Yeah, yeah, well, look, I'm a, I'm a big Anything Grows fan, probably because they're just up the road here from the office. Uh, Matt and Claire, they do a good job, so there's a free plug for them. But uh, tourism is your passion. Mm -hmm. Tourism is uh, your area of expertise. 
the region's lucky to have you in, in your role as general manager of 360, but what's your favourite holiday destination? Now this once again is um, is a tough one because I grew up, I was lucky to, to grow up at the beach, so I obviously love the beach, all Australians do. But I just love even just, as a, as a family, we love going camping. Mm. We love getting out there and even, we love when people come out. And so I think some of our, uh, the messaging right now is holiday at home, holiday here this mm. year. So I love being able just to go up to Nanga and just to be able to go out there. And even if it's just that weekend, it's that little staycation. Mm. I even living in Canoundra, coming up to Orange is like yeah. a little getaway for me. So. I quite like it here. Yeah, no, the region's got, as we've mentioned, such a beautiful array of tourism offerings um, across the different local governments. So there's fantastic uh, opportunities there for those visitors to come out, enjoy the beautiful Central West, um, have a beautiful meal, go see some of the beautiful landscapes because it's all, it's all on offer here. There is something for every season, all times of day. And I think that's one of the things, when we did um, the Extend the Weekend campaign, um, which we were really proud in picking out the silver, yep award at the Australian Tourism Awards just recently, um, it was changing people's intent. They don't realise how much there is to see and do. And I can't emphasise enough those little secret and hidden gems in our little villages. Yeah. There's quirky characters and great things to see. So that's one of my questions. What would you think is the, one of your hidden gems, hidden tourism gems from across our region? It's not so hidden. It, it, I'm going to say the Age of Fishers Museum yep. because what we have there is of international scientists' um, significance. Um, it really does demonstrate the history of life and how we have evolved. Um, some of the species there, we have one of the largest, um, say, uh, in terms of the number, or just the sheer volume of species. And what you've got is a fish fossil that has um, both lungs and gills. Its um, fin structure is the same as our shoulder, elbow, and wrist. And one of the things that's really significant about the Mandadria effect is the fact that it has a third vertebrae in its neck. So most fish can just do this. That particular fish had the ability to do this. So this is evidence of where we actually came and walked out of water. Well, how's that? We get an insight into tourism, we get a biology lesson. Yeah, I've learned something new this morning, Caddy. Look out. But Age of Fishes Museum there in Canoundra, a great little hidden gem to stop and check out uh, when you have an opportunity. Um, Canoundra, as you said, they do have that famous balloon festival, which was unfortunately postponed oh, last week. But as that's just one location that has an array of tourism offerings. Um, and I think that's testament to our region. There's just such a variety um, on, on offer there. I think there's, there is, there's so many hidden gems. Um, I love Yagara. I think the, oh, the, the murals. Bush, awesome. the, the bush ranger history in Yagara, I reckon it's, it's something that a lot of people that probably come to the Central West don't, aren't aware of. Yeah. Um, but the, the Ben Hall story, the murals, um, I think it's the Happy Cow Cafe. You can stop in there and get a good coffee and a bacon and egg roll. Um, it's just, I think it's a beautiful little spot to, to stop in if you get an opportunity. That's, but, uh, Did you get the cheesecake? <laughs> he does the best cheesecake in the Happy Cow. Okay, there you go. I think it's Michael at the Happy Cow Cafe. Um, if you need a good cheesecake, you heard it from Caddy, so look out. Um, we've done destinations. I, um, as you said, uh, but favourite, you know, holidays, it's a good time to unwind. Yeah. Um, with the family, just chill out a little bit. 
favourite book or movie when you're having a time out? I am a, I love a good gripping crime. Okay. That is my, my kids, I podcast, that's what I'm into. My kids think I'm quite dark and macabre in terms of my, so I love Scrublands, I just, it kind of ripped me in there in my last holiday when I was reading that. But I am going to do a little bit of a shout out to oh. Sophie Hansen. I Cross think promo, look out. This is another thing. So if you're looking for something for mum, this book is your go-to. So a lot of us now are clearly doing a lot of baking considering there was no flour on the shelves for weeks. Yeah, that is I true. want to know when people started baking bread, but clearly <laughs> they have been. So this is just a great book. It's got some real favourites in here and another idea for Mother's Day this year. Okay, look out. There you go, the latest, the latest uh, offering from Sophie Hansen. A Basket by the Door. It's a beautiful book just to be able just to dive in and just look at the exquisitely shot photos and the recipes. They're really homely and it's a beautiful guide to our region. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, I think that's another element to our region. We're renowned for world-class produce. Yes. And it's not just uh, the restaurants, but it's almost that agritourism as well because I think that's a real factor for potential growth, you know, going forward for our, for our region. Totally. Um, now, holidays are always entertaining times. Oh uh, you know, there's always a quirky, something quirky often happens. Um, What's your funniest holiday story? I've got plenty, but uh, you go first. Look, um, and look, this is a bit, anyway, this could be a, ha a future hack for when international travel does open up again. Uh, Anthony and I and the girls were going to meet his brother and sister-in-law in Bali. So Anthony booked a flight that we would be able to wake up very early in the morning and drive down and get this plane. So he's used Google Maps but he didn't account for the fact that there was obviously roadworks only about two kilometres up the road from the airport. We got there, I said, Anthony, let's just give ourselves a little bit of time, 45 minutes maybe, instead of like exactly boom, 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 like we're gonna be like military style. Anyway, sure enough, we're about 10 minutes away from the airport, but it was saying that it was gonna take us, you know, 50 minutes. We didn't have 50 minutes. We need, needed to get through international customs. We needed to go through all of that. We needed to find a car park and it was the time. I actually couldn't, I didn't even want to look and see him in my peripheral vision. <laughs> so I'm like this out the window. <laughs> the girls have stopped singing. Like the happy holiday has come to a, like, no one was breathing. Anyway. It's like Christmas vacation. Oh, it is, yeah, it is, it is, it is. It's the Griswold. Every time Griswold. we go, we are the Griswolds. It's yeah, so great. embarrassing. Um, anyway, long story short, we get there. He drops us off. We've got kids who are only about four, and they're dragging suitcases. He's then caught, as he's dropped us off, he's lined up a cab to be able to follow him to park the car to be able to drop him back. He said, look, just go through. We put everything through. Anyway, we've got literally minutes before they're calling us to board on this plane. We've got our tickets, so they know that we're in the airport. Mm. Now, I'm gonna have to try and, because this is, you don't even know where I'm going to with this. That's the issue when we go live, Caddy. <laughs> I know. I don't so have a seven second I, dump button. I don't know how to actually say it. So Anthony just happened to make this off. He finally catches us. Now, Anthony is Italian. I actually believe all Latinos have got irritable bowel syndromes. So he has just made this off-the-cuff remark to say, I think I'm about to poo my pants, but he said it the other word. And anyway, um, the woman that was there waiting as we're going through the line 
took him seriously. He wasn't, he just said, we got moved to the front of the line. We've actually caught up 30 minutes that we were able to buy a booze before we actually boarded the plane. So if you ever, ever need to fast track your way through customs, you just need to poo your pants. Like, well, look, emergency averted on, on, on both fronts there. So that's, uh, yeah, look out. Well, holidays. You weren't expecting No, I, I, I don't have a response. But at least you got on the flight. At least you had a good holiday. But uh, I might have to sit down and check out one of those uh, Griswold family holidays. No, just put MG&I around. Last week. <laughs> Equally entertaining. No, look, holidays are always a good time. But um, I think, as we've mentioned, uh, domestic uh, travel will open up well ahead of international travel and I think that could be a real a real opportunity for a real growth in this region because right now I think people are they get a bit stir crazy at home uh, they're looking they're, they're daydreaming about that getaway and I think this is a real opportunity for our region for the central west to be front and center for those uh, domestic for those domestic trips absolutely because I know you like data Sam do you know how much Aussies spend on international travel on an annual basis 46 billion dollars so if you think our visitor economy is 300 million mm. we only need a small little segment of that 46 billion dollars so we can do it we've got this work together together orange 360 we can actually be able we are beautiful we need to just continue to take beautiful pictures and put those out through our socials support our little businesses to keep them going through COVID-19 yeah, we've got it yeah absolutely true and uh I guess that's a good segue, Caddy. Um, so you've got the uh, the Orange is the New Mother's Day campaign that's yep. kicking off, but what's next in the pipeline for Orange 360? So we will be starting to, we've got three phases. So we've got our, our one where we've pivoted Orange 360 to be really about talking to our local market and reminding them of everything that there is to see and do and pushing them out to our local businesses as well. So it's really that re-education phase for our locals that when the restrictions are actually starting to be lifted, mm. they are ready to be some of the best local tour guides. So it's the education phase at that local advocacy or destination ambassador level. And then it's about moving forward to be able to just do these soft invitations for when people. So we know that you know, Facebook alone is up 70% and our engagement is up 80% because they are looking, they are and dreaming. And they're all following the RDA Central West Business Breakfast Series. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, after, this, after this edition, they might be a post. Oh, anyway. Hope. Anyway, so I hope I actually have lifted your stats from <laughs> the other thing. Anyway, so then the next phase is we are working hard with our councils, but also the likes of some of our larger stakeholders to be able to make sure that when the travel restrictions, we are gonna go out with a world-class destination marketing campaign. We wanna make sure that we are front and centre. Mm -hmm. Our vision at Orange 360 is that our region is the leading regional destination in Australia. Mm. Well, I think we've definitely got the, the attributes that will make, will make the, the sell of that message easy. And I think with uh, the, the work and the expertise of Orange 360, I think we're on the, on the right path. Thanks, Sam. There you go. But look, that, another thing that I want to just talk, talk about is there's been a suite of measures uh, that have been announced, stimulus measures announced by both state and federal government. Um, I know we spoke a few weeks ago now about the need to support local businesses and employees and fortuitously the, uh, the JobKeeper 
payments were, were announced, which I think has been well received. Um, but from a, from a tourism perspective, what other levers do you think the government could pull um, to support your industry going forward? I think it's really that infrastructure. Mm. I think we're working on a project that we'd started almost a year ago around the Orange 360 bicycle project about getting people out into Orange. And it's similar to what we've talked about in terms of diversity against accommodation, all of our offerings, even our wine stock. We've got diversity of landscape for all kinds of cycling events. Um, so we are working uh, with the three councils to be able to put together um, an opportunity to be able to work on widening um, road shoulders, to be able to even build a, you know, a three-phase um, bicycle tourism strategy where we can host more events like the Newcrest Challenge, mm. but be able to even one day potentially even look at rail trails that will really disperse people across our region. So it's the same thing that we apply for all of our destination marketing at Orange 360 is building on the reputation of Orange and then dispersing them out into the villages. And giving them another offering. Like another, that's exactly right. And that's, I think that's one of the strengths for our region. Neville, whether it's Yeovil. Um, understand all of our natural assets and attractions. Mm -hmm. But the other thing you can do, and I come back to the accommodation sector, if there's anything that you could do is think about a staycation. Pay now and enjoy later is something that I would really encourage people to consider to do. Yeah, absolutely right. And when the restrictions are lifted, it's a fantastic opportunity to, to, to get away with the family and just have a nice little treat in our region. You know, be it checking out the Boronor Caves or I think we're going to go check out Forth Crossing tomorrow just yeah, fantastic. Have, yeah. have a look up there you know there's such a variety of different things to get out and about and go for a walk and check out our beautiful region but look caddy marshall orange 360 general manager thank you so much for your time this morning i hope this has provided some fantastic insights into uh, the tourism industry in our region some insights into marketing and some some insights into the fantastic opportunities and offerings that are being pushed by uh, by orange 360 and I'd just like to finish up by reminding everyone that tomorrow is a very important day. Um, it's Anzac Day. It's, uh, it's probably one of my favourite days of, of the year. Um, it's an important time to stop, I guess, and reflect and be grateful for all of the fantastic things that we have in our region and in our nation. Um, it's going to be a different year this year, Katie. You know, last year I was down at the, uh, at the dawn service there. Um, I think the CWA always run those good breakfasts down yeah. there at Robertson Park. Um, but this year, if you've got the chance at 5.30 to get out with the family in your driveway and just take five minutes to reflect and, uh, and think about um, you know, Anzac Day and, and what it means. But a lot of businesses will be open um, later in the day, so if you've got the chance to stop in, see people like the guys at Racine and grab a coffee, I think that's an important way to, uh, to support the local business. But I think that's where we're going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again same time next Friday when I sit down in the hot seat with Reg Kidd, the Mayor of Orange. But until then, have a fantastic day and a great weekend. And Caddy, thanks again. Thanks, Sam. Have a great weekend, everybody. Cheers.